people love Clive. I've, I started I, listening to the podcast actually today, like our first episode. I was like, oh, yeah, I wonder what it was. I was like, I had already forgotten about like half the stuff we had talked about. <laughs> uh, yeah, three, I listened to I it yesterday. Like of, yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm 90% of podcasts don't make it to episode three. Woo! Hey, here we are. Easy to do when you're in quarantine. Yeah, when there's <laughs> absolutely nothing else going on. Might as well make a podcast, right? Oh, man. Oh, that's a sour pickle beer. <laughs> My grandpa always God, says. Disgusting. <laughs> oh, man. Cool. Uh, all right. I guess who's doing intro this week? It's Johnny Boy. Oh, that's. Yeah. That's totally me. Let's, Let's hear it. Here we go, Jeff. All right. Why don't we, why don't we do our it? official stuff so jeff you get started you get your audio sound it's already good. recording everything's recording well then fine i i've thrown like the initial little banter you know at the beginning just so that like it's I not like just it. like opening to the start they kind of hear this conversation here so so we're hearing well, wait are we hearing john chewing <laughs> so what's up i hope so yeah oh yeah that's gonna be in there let me let me explain the taste no <laughs> to everybody. i'm gonna give you there's like, okay, the crust. It's good. It's salty. It's slightly stale. Can you tell it's us where pizza. this is from? Or wait, no. Oh, okay. No, wait. Describe it for us, and I want to guess where it's from. Oh, oh yeah. You can good, guess good. where it's from. Okay. So slightly salty crust. Like. Seasoned or pizza? no? Well, like, kind of, but no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that helps. It, it it's like they're trying to be. I'm gonna give one away. It's like they're trying to be Papa Murphy's, but they're not. Oh, I love okay. Papa Murphy's. Um, oh, it's totally good. Um, okay, slightly crusty. Slightly, slightly crusty. Slight, <laughs> slightly like maybe not crusty, like stale. It's stale. Oh, okay. Um. The pepperonis have all like curled up from being. I'm gonna that. I'm gonna say Pizza Hut. Hang on, I want to uh-huh. let him finish describing. I gotta get all the details. No, 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 that's, that's, that's my cheese, guess. The cheese is like when you when you take plastic and <laughs> like wrap it in shrink wrap it in something. You take a oh, heat God. a heat pan and like shoot. Oh, yeah. But it tastes like cheese. And it's so good. And uh, the sauce. There's never enough sauce. Hmm. There's never oh, enough sauce. Wait, is it de- is it a, like a delivery place or is it frozen? Uh, delivery. So okay. it's a restaurant, yeah. Can you, with um, can you hold it up to the camera so we can see it just really quick before you finish eating it? Oh, it doesn't look like Pizza Hut. Never mind. I change it to Domino's. I'm changing it to Domino's. That was giving my guess as well. It is Domino's. All like, right. Hey. When you switched it right there, I was amazed. But oh, it is it, definitely it Domino's. I know nice. my pizza. This is what I. This is what I got the good. Uh, the good boys across the street that helped me with the tree. <laughs> they All loved right. it. We're ten minutes into the guest introduced it yet. So Jonathan, <laughs> I'll cut a bunch of beginnings. Oh my out. gosh. Everybody, welcome to this one time at summer camp, the best podcast about summer camps you're going to hear today. Um, I am John Davidson, uh, one of your lovely hosts, and the other two people I got with me, 
Aaron Colwick. Say hello. Wave oh, hello to- everyone. I'm I'm waving. Believe you can you can trust me. Um, uh, my name is Aaron Colwick. I was the program director at Briarwood Retreat Center and Bishop Stoney Camp and Conference Center, and currently work at a couple of churches down here as a youth director. And I'm just super excited to be watching John eat his pizza. There's nothing better. <laughs> and our next favorite host, uh, Jeff Thompson, the man of the year. The next favorite. Oh, man, that hurts a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm Jeff Thompson. I'm current program director at Lutherdale in Alcorn, Wisconsin. I've also served at uh, Sugar Creek in Wisconsin. And I am also enjoying watching John eat pizza. And I love that his hair is down today. Like, we can see that full. The full beauty is there. It's been the last delicious. couple times. So, Oh, yeah. No, I literally just got out of the shower. <laughs> that's That's awesome. There's nothing like a fresh shower and pizza to start a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So for today's get to know you question, I've got a great one. I learned this. uh, He's one of my best friends. Um, Worked at camp with me. He made up this get to know you that I think is absolutely hilarious. And I'm hoping he's listening to this right now. (laughs) Uh, maybe we'll have him on as a guest someday i'm sure we will awesome um awesome if you were a non-contagious foot fungus (laughs) what color would you be it's okay to laugh you you were a non-contagious foot fungus what color would you be non-contagious like non-contagious it's it's just display only at this point. <laughs> well, like in the, the these pandemic times, we don't want to like also throw in a foot fungus to this whole <laughs> COVID thing. So, okay, okay. Um. Wow. Yeah. Go ahead, Aaron. I so, would honestly be. I mean, I'm trying to think of like who I am as a person. I would probably be like. Day glow neon green. Like, no, scratch that. It wouldn't be green. It'd be blue. If you can't get people listening, you can't see the color of my hat, but it's like this like glowing, like bright Mm. electric blue. Yeah. Yeah. That is the color I would be because there is no hiding from that. And just be proud of who you are, (laughs) Foot Funkus. It's 2020. There you go. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, yeah. Can I be two colors instead of just one? Because I can't pick just one. Gross. Man, this is your foot fungus. All right. We're going to be two. Um, so, you know, we're going to represent and be two colors. And we're going to be a bright royal purple with some uh, oh, gold no. yellow in there, you know. Oh, no. Um, and just, you got to have that pride, you know. Minnesota represent my people. Skull. So it's colors already set for disappointment, huh? You know what? At least we're proud. <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> yeah, neither. I'm a Cowboys fan. It it hurts too much. It's too real. <laughs> oh. Buddy, we'll get there someday. One day. One day. <laughs> awesome, dude. Uh, good question. Weirdest, weirdest well, get to know you question yet. What about you, John? Yeah. What's your answer? Um, you know, I live in the mountains of Idaho. My foot fungus would be camo for sure. <laughs> 
Like di- uh, digital camo, like the new like the square ones. Yeah, yeah. Pixelated. Camo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is my foot fungus. Oh, that's weird. Wow. <laughs> all right. I... Oh, that's great. Um, all right. So now we're gonna have a a camp hack, and I believe who has that one? I do. Yeah. So. Um... I'm really excited to share this camp hack. It's one of my favorite camp hacks. It's more of like camping. So if you're out camping just for fun or with campers or whatever it is. So um, are you guys both coffee drinkers in the morning? Heck yeah, dude. Okay. I I don't start my day without two pots. All right. So I especially need it when I'm out camping because I'm always just exhausted. And um, this happened by chance that... Uh, I was in the situation and we had to figure out a solution. So we were out camping and trying to make coffee and we had a percolator, but we didn't have the center piece that actually like percolates the coffee and separates the oh, grounds yeah. from the water. So we just had yeah. like the, the jug. I don't know what the technical name of it is. So pot. the pot, <laughs> you know, sure. coffee pot, you know, it's, it's early, late, whatever time it is. Um, it is 4.30. <laughs> no, it's 5.30. <laughs> Get out of your mountain. Um, so what we found, I was informed that this is a trick to use. Um, so I tried it and it worked. And you're not going to believe me, but I swear to you that this is real. Uh, it's called cowboy coffee. Um, so yeah, John, this is up your alley. So what you do mm-hmm. is... You drop your grounds into the pot without the percolator stick in the top piece or anything. And you just uh-huh. boil the water on your fire and you get it to a boil. And once it's rolling, you pull it off the fire and you crack an egg into it. <laughs> and what happens is the no, egg. <laughs> no, Aaron, this is real life. I swear to you. You, when you crack oh, the egg, it poaches the egg and it goes down and it collects the grounds. So when you pour out your coffee, you get a nice clean coffee. And at the very oh bottom is a poached egg full of coffee grounds. I, I do kid yeah. you not. I no. didn't believe it either. I didn't, but I tried it and it works. That is straight up Jimmy Dean coffee. <laughs> but you have to. So the, the big thing, though, and I learned this is you have to crack the egg once you pull it off the fire. The first time we did it, oh, we yeah. cracked the egg while it was on, and it like oh, no. disintegrated the egg and just made this horrible, nasty mixture. But if oh. you pull it off, like right when it roll, it's rolling, boiling, you pull it off, crack that egg in there, and just let it sit, it poaches. That's the kind of coffee that like Rocky Balboa would drink. Dude. Poor John. Yeah. It is <laughs> game changer. So give it a try. So, so wait a minute. You po- you you. Just to do the step by step again, you yep. boil the you boil the water yep. with the coffee grounds. You're boiling yep. your coffee. You take it off the fire. Yes. You crack an egg into it. Yep. Just one egg. Yep. And then you let it sit for how long? Um, it was just a few minutes. It, like we just covered... kind of checked it, and we would see how what it looked like, and then we would do it. I think it was like three four minutes maybe. And then you would just pour your coffee out. Yeah, so you can either take like a spoon. chunks of egg come into your coffee. No, out like... no. I wish. You can either take a spoon and scoop the poached egg out first, or you just kind of pour it out and then you just have the poached egg at the bottom. This is blowing my mind. <laughs> yeah, that's how you. Add, that's how you add protein to your coffee. 
Yeah, oh, it just gets a little bit of an egg taste, just like a tiny little hint in there. Oh, oh that sounds awesome. So Dude, I'm so I trying do. this like tomorrow. <laughs> Please um, take I a video of it. Like, I want to watch real your cowboy coffee. Real cowboy coffee um, is never washing the cowboy the the pot, never washing the pot. Yeah, and just using the grounds over and over for at least at least three years. <laughs> you get the darkest, you get the richest, you get the absolute muddiest tasting coffee. That will wake you up. You can run three it's cans. It's because, because your immune system has kicked into overdrive, John. That's why it wakes you up. I have no immune system. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just straight coffee. I just drink Seattle's best hazelnut, and it's delicious. <laughs> that's I'm gonna say that's Starbucks with like a hipster feel. Probably, yeah. I, it was on sale at Kroger's. That's how I got it. Oh, worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's coffee, <laughs> coffee, cowboy coffee. Yeah, that's blowing my there mind. There you go. That's it. All right, with your next cup of coffee, crack an egg, boys. Um, so let's move on to our, uh, what would you do moment of the week with Aaron Colwick? All right, guys. I have got a story from 2004. Wow. You're I was ready five. for you. <laughs> nah, I, I was you. older than five. Yeah, I think I was in like eighth grade. Yeah. You guys suck. So <laughs> this is, uh, I'm over. This is a story from when I was working at, uh, Bishop Stoney Camp and Comfort Center, or more lovingly known as Camp Stoney, over in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Um, um, gorgeous. Uh, one of my favorite places on the planet. Were there a and lot of rocks? There are a ton of rocks. Oh, um, there's sense. also a lot of sticks. Um, and stones and sticks. Yeah, yep. Um, and so during the, the way that that camp runs is you have basically like different weeks are different kind of themes. So like you have adventure camp, you have that. That's the place they have Narnia camp and Harry Potter camp. And so they're like drama camp stuff. And you do like Bible studies with it. You also have just like regular summer camp. They have grace camp, which is for campers with family members who are incarcerated. And so it's like a kind of a free camp and you get them out of like bad situations. And it's a, it's a phenomenal program style and every week's just kind of different. So I kind of keep you on your toes. This particular story comes at the towards the end of the summer, um, where it's a relatively smaller camp. Uh, there was ten of us on staff total, five guys, five girls, or sorry, six girls, and we were going on a adventure camp for junior high adventure camp, which is like camping. So the way it works is half the week you go camp in the mountains, um, in the middle of the week you go. Uh, river rafting and then the other half you're doing things back at camp with like archery and um you know low ropes and high ropes and things like that so we're at the we go camping at the beginning of the week and so we've all we're camping at the uh, tres piedras it's the by the carson national forest in new mexico and it is just you know it's towards the end of the summer people are getting um tired it's you know how it is you know we're all you, we've all been there, and we know our counselors. You kind of start getting some of the the crankiness. Mm. Never, no, no, what you're talking about? No, it, yeah, right. <laughs> um, our camping trip was from Monday morning until Wednesday afternoon. Um, not too bad. 
Monday night, uh, we all had set up tents and everything, and it just poured down rain during the night. Um, and half of us had not set up our tents properly with our tarps and everything. So I woke up at like oh, four no. in the morning, literally in a puddle. And it was just, it was awful. Um, so, so the next day we're all tired and wet and, and we're doing rock climbing, um, like on real rock walls and stuff. And so it was cold and uh, it was just, it was just not a good situation. Um, by the time dinner time rolls around, none of us have had breaks. Um, we're all exhausted and we're just at each other's throats. Um, you know, there's we a couple of us try to get naps on the bus, um, but you know it's too noisy and the kids are going crazy, and so we couldn't really sleep anyway. And so there were some comments made by some counselors to other counselors of very aggravated uh, insinuations, and it just wasn't a good place to be in. And there was some real and all the, the campers could tell like things were tense. That's the situation we're in. All of the counselors are aware that everyone's pissed off at each other. So um, what would you guys do in that situation? Okay. So this is, I just want to clarify, this is Tuesday, right? Or is this Wednesday now? This is this is uh, Monday. Or this is Tuesday. Sorry. This okay. Because, yeah, you did Monday overnight. Okay. It sucked. Yeah. This is Tuesday after you've kind of done some stuff during the day. No one's had a break. Yeah. Okay. And we still have one more night to spend in the mountains. Wow, that's a that's a situation for sure because you're you're out, you're camping, you're kind of living interdependently and with interdependently, you're depending on the people around you to also help you uh for lack of better words live through the night, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and we're and we're probably a few hours away from the camp. So, and we're all in close proximity too. So there's not really like, I'm going to go take my break in the staff lounge kind of thing, or I'm going to go in my cabin for a little bit. So it, I mean, not only have you taken this kid out of his comfort zone from being at home to now they're at camp, but you've also taken them out of the comfort of camp Mm -hmm. and thrown them into the woods and said, Hey, let's make this work. That is so hard. And as first time counselors, that that's rough. Yeah, the, it, it can be. I'll tell you, be... and I'll tell you just to give a little bit more history on it. All the counselors that were there, I think we had two people who had been counselors before. I had had one year under my belt, and then we wow. had one other. That. That's hard, even for a second-year counselor. I mean, the mm-hmm. rain, the the kids, the trying to make things run as smooth as possible. It's hard. We 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 did overnights at, at my camp too, and we were in the the mountains of Idaho, and rain is not always a thing there, which is rough. Why we have so many wildfires up here? <laughs> um, I would say wildfires are more scarier than the rain at some point in in the summer um yes but this is such a pivotal moment for i think for staff and i i always went through this during staff training like what do you do when everything's been exhausted your energy your drive to have fun with the kids the kids drive to have fun and then on top of that, you throw Mother Nature 
it's tough. Mm -hmm. It's tough to really know what to do in that moment. But as hard as it is, you've got to keep your, your attitude up. You've got to be the one who is, Oh, there's a tornado right there. That's great. Let's pray to God and let's say, Hey, we love wind. We love rain. We know that kind of thing. It's like, being the annoying voice of hope through all of this. Um, and it's not even a bad situation, rain and, you know, tempers flaring that's day three of staff training, you know? Um, but that, that, that's hard. And I think just always remembering that somebody is watching you, whether it's a younger staff member or, a camper something you've got to take that moment and turn it into something that that they can remember whether it's only for the week or forever and call i don't know i think i I think at that moment just stepping back and you know finding something that everybody can be thankful for that's good yeah for sure what about you jeff I think if I were one of the cabin leaders counselors in that moment, um, I think I'd focus on just getting people out of the rut by just really throwing a curveball and just changing things up. And it sounds like everything, like the plan, the schedule was all going wrong. And the frustration was we had this plan and we're just not meeting it. So just throw the entire plan out the window and like, Yep, just wing it and say, all right, you know what? Instead of doing this afternoon activity, we're going to change it up and we're going to do wacky, crazy Olympics or we're going to go build forts. I don't know what you could do in that area, what your programming was. But just Mm -hmm. tell them like, hey, I know we're all in the same spot. We all are miserable right now. But let's just throw it out the window and let's focus on this new thing. And instead of letting the staff then focus on like, being miserable, they're now focusing on, we have to come up with this new activity that was just thrown at us and kind of just will naturally help pull them out of the pit of, oh, this sucks into like, we have to make this activity work now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sometimes just that like that randomness and that unexpectedness can really kickstart people and get them going into the being present. Right. Well, and that's, like I was saying, like we were also, um, I guess, fresh and new into our roles. Like none of us had a ton of experience to pull from. We didn't really know what the right answer was. Um, yeah. What we ended up do, what we ended up doing was, we, <laughs> I, I actually went up to me and one of the other counselors went up to our executive director at the time, Bill, and said, "I was like, hey, Bill, the staff is not good right now. Like some of them are ready to like." quit and they're ready to kill each other and we're in the woods and that's not a good combination so maybe after the kids we do devotions and the kids go into their tents because like we're not in cabins or anything they're all in their own tents what if we as a staff came together back towards we had like a little pop-up tent thing where we had our uh, water and coolers and all that we said what if we what if we just met here and did like a late night staff meeting to kind of talk through what's going on and yeah. maybe just talk it out. And he's like, yeah, sure. Sounds good. So we did that. And that made such a huge difference to be able to maturely come together and be like, okay, here's why I'm frustrated, right? What you did earlier really 
got under my skin because of this. And here's why I feel like that was wrong. And giving them an avenue and a platform. And we talked for probably an hour um, or just over. And at the end of it, Bill was like, I just want you guys to know I've run entire summers with a staff that not even half as close as you guys are. And they never would have taken the initiative to come and actually talk about their problems. So you're already doing better than you think, even if this is a rough time, right? So just know that it's not as bad as you think it is. And so I, I think it was a good lesson for all of us to think of like, today, like you're never going to have a perfect run of a summer. You're going to have bad days. And some days those bad days are just going to be really, really bad for everybody involved. Totally. And knowing that, you can get through that and how you can handle that maturely. That made, that was such a huge life lesson for all of us. Um, not just obviously for Cam, but for anything. Um, and so it was kind of a big deal. And I used that for going forward in any, any kind of staff conflict thing. I was like, Hey, if, if it ever happens, like don't be afraid to create a platform for everyone to like speak. Like you can come to my office, you can have a mediator, like whatever you need, but don't just sit and like, talk trash behind each other's backs in the staff lounge, like do something about it. That's great. I think there, you know, in my short years, five years as program director and I, it was hard for me to ever say, you know, this summer, I think the campers grew more than the staff or like <laughs> the staff grew more than the campers. Like camp not only changes the campers in a week, but each week, I see so many difference in how the counselors react with each other, how they react to different situations, how they're growing in their faith, in their own development um, as a person. It's I, it's always hard for me to say, well, you know, campers had more of a, a, a time at camp than the, the staff. And that's it's so hard because camp is not just – I mean, obviously, it's for the campers, and we love them, but the staff gains so much from learning how to work with each other and learning who they are as a person and how to work with others when when that's thrown into the mix. When they go into the quote-unquote real world, that'll <laughs> stay with them. Mm -hmm. like that will be, that situation is going to arise. It's inevitable <clears throat> that they're clashing with coworkers and they have to be like, Oh yeah, I remember mm -hmm. we did this one time and that worked really well. Let's do mm -hmm. something similar. Yeah. That's why I, I mean, we all know it and everyone who's listening, I'm assuming has probably worked in some camp capacity or you're just, you know, our family listening to support us, which by the way, thank you. But it's, Thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, that that's why, you know, camp working at summer camp is like, I mean, we all know it. It's one of the best jobs you can ever have growing up because it prepares you for practically every career field you could think of. Yeah. Looks great wow. on a resume. Awesome. Heck yeah, dude. It does. It does. And if, uh, if somebody trying to hire you says, ah, oh, you just worked at camp, have them call me. <laughs> I will. Uh, everyone, everyone call John. I, John's just so if you guys want John's number is, <laughs> oh yeah no it, we, we lost you there you didn't finish the number oh, i'm sorry we'll have to edit oh. it in i guess <laughs> yeah yeah add, add it in later add it in later <laughs> oh well 
thank you, Aaron, for sharing that awesome story. Yeah, thanks, story. Uh, You're welcome. This, is, this has been that this one time at summer camp, and we absolutely love sitting here and talking to each other and sharing our stories, but we want to hear from you, too. You know, this is our third episode. It's it's getting boring just talking to Aaron and Jeff. Let's hear from you. <laughs> Let's get some stories. Wow. And, uh, no, no, oh, it'll never be tired. It just happened. This this is why we don't make it past the third episode. <laughs> I'm oh. done. I quit. <laughs> no, no, I love these guys, but we we do want to hear from you because yeah, we do. You're you're our listeners. You're our, you're our people, and we want to hear what stories you've got to share. What questions you have. Uh, what awesome get to know yous you have. Uh, so please listen in and get a, get a hold of us. And how can they get a hold of us, John? Do you want me to cover that? Yeah. Yeah. See, there are two ways to get a hold of us. One is by email. Uh, send us your stories or reach out and say, hey, I'd love to come on as a guest. We'd love to have you. And you can email us at this number one time at summer camp at gmail.com. This number one time at summercamp at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to us on Twitter at this number one time at SC. Or if you search this one time at summer camp, there are two out there, but follow the cool one. That's us. It has our picture and stuff on it. And the only tweet right now is just John. But by the time this goes live, there will be more tweets. I promise. Dude, John is the worst at responding to text messages. He is. I, hey, like, but I'm always I, it, there when it comes to <laughs> the podcast, right? Except no. for like two weeks ago when you bailed on us yeah. last minute. Twice. You did it twice. John, I, I, I blame the home improvement store that I work at. What was it? I your cousin's remember. birthday or something? Oh, it was your, ne- it was your oh, nephew's, my nephew's birthday. birthday. Yeah, your nephew's Shout birthday. out to Henry. Had his first week of camp last year. Dying to go back this year, and we'll we'll see if it happens. Happy birthday, Henry! Happy birthday! So, anybody listening out there, one last uh, PSA: If you want to hop on here as a guest, that's awesome because a it's good, um, you know, it's it's good branding and marketing for your camp, but also we just we want to get some more uh, dynamic talk in here. So, absolutely, get a hold of us. We would. I've already heard from a couple of y'all that mm-hmm. want to be on here. Um, and so once we get some of that lined up, we'll figure out a good format for it and we'll be good to go. Sweet. Hey, thank yeah. you both for being on. And uh, this is that one time at summer camp. Listen to us. We're Peace cool. out. <laughs>